Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. where we recreate, enlighten, and vibrate in our radiance. I am Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone, but you can call me Rachel. I'm very happy to be here with you today for this episode titled Belief and Healing, an interview with Nancy Claremont Carr. Transformation expert Nancy helps individuals create desired changes. She removes fears, success blocks, and limiting beliefs that get in the way of goal achievement. Reducing and productivity are just some of the changes that manifest in her clients. Nancy intuitively guides change seekers to joy, abundance, and freedom. Nancy's career includes business leadership, lifestyle coaching, and energy healing. After a successful marketing career and coaching business with an MBA and multiple healing certifications, she founded The Joy Effect a holistic transformation coaching business for achievers who want to improve their health, finances, career, relationships, and spirituality. Welcome, Nancy. Thank you, Rachel. This is exciting to be talking with you today. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you on this podcast because I know that we align very well in uh you know, in our commitment to transformation and uh, going deeper into ourselves. And so I'm excited to have you share with the listeners more about what you do. Okay, that sounds great. Yeah, why don't you start by telling us about the joy effect and what it is and what you do. Okay, I will. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity to do that. Yeah. Um, for, for me, when I think about what we get to do in this life, uh, we have so much opportunity to be so much. And it's our, it's our choice to whatever level of development we want to go. And we have, we have free will, and so we get to live in whatever lifestyle we want. And I think sometimes people forget that, and they think that, this has been my experience. They feel that outside forces create what they have to accept. Yeah. I don't buy that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. buy that at all. And yeah. so over time, um, I have always believed in um, being responsible for my own decisions. And I mean, I even remember growing up, Rachel, when things didn't go well, the first thing I would do is say, okay, well, what can I do differently? So that's mm-hmm. been kind of a mindset that I've had uh, from early on, uh, not really knowing the power of our choices, but just realizing, well, maybe I should look within first. So that's sort of how I started out uh, on my, my business journey, my work, you know, going to school, the whole, the whole pattern. And I discovered that we do have a lot of choices to how we are existing. And so I came up in a situation, I'd been in the workforce about 15 years and 
and uh, I'd been working in the marketing arena in business. Mm-hmm. And it was a pretty high-level, fairly stressful situation. And I was pregnant with my third daughter, and I decided that what I was experiencing wasn't okay and that it was up to me to change it. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I knew yeah. I needed to change both, both my internal thought pattern and, you know, sort of the inner game. But I also chose to change the external environment because I think sometimes those changes can be supportive of our new journey. And so I really began a 20-year journey on saying, you know, how can I reduce the stress in my life and live at a more joyful state all the time? And so that that sort of, you know, that, that spot, that knowing that it was up to me if I was going to do something different and if I was going to experience something different. And so it really yeah. got me on a, on a journey of self-discovery. Um, and I must say it wasn't the beginning of that journey, but I would say prior to that, my journey had been through lots of traditional success books and uh-huh. um, traditional approaches to, you know, uh, conform, work hard, you know, all those traditional cliches and uh, oh, yeah. something wasn't all working. All the habits. <laughs> all the habits, exactly. Yeah. All the habits and all the you know, what other people tell us we should be doing. And it just, there, there came a point where I said, no, I need to make some serious change. And that means I changed my inner game. Yeah. So I did that. And um, it was a, uh, it was a, a wonderful journey, um, taking full responsibility for my change and my healing, changing my set points. And it brought me to a point of being in alignment, being able to speak my truth, accept myself and others more unconditionally and real yeah you know that's really to me what it's about and um pursue really what I I I believe I was brought here to do which is to help others be healed and to shine their light and so in that process um I discovered the state of joy and Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're I think you might be familiar with David Hawkins book power versus joy I mean power versus force it's one of my favorites. Okay, that's one and, of my favorite books, yeah. too. It, yeah, me too. And yeah. what I learned in that book and through that journey was uh, um, we can choose whatever emotional state we want to be in, not just temporarily, but permanently. And mm-hmm. so through my own work um, and reaching a much higher level of love and joy and abundance, I decided that that vibrational state of being in total alignment living at that higher state of joy and love and and bliss where your brain and heart are connected and you're able to live your purpose Mm -hmm. is really where I wanted to be at permanently and I wanted to help other people be at. And so after the experience of uh, being uh, an entrepreneur and, you know, having worked in the corporate world and taking all those skill sets, I just decided uh, several years ago that, the rest of my work was going to be around helping others decide if they, well, not just decide, they, they get to decide, but helping them once they do decide, reach whatever higher level of consciousness and higher states of being they wanted to be in. And so I was trying to decide what to call my business and I, you know, do meditation and other forms of just quietness. And it came to me that it's really about creating this joy effect. And so that's yeah. why, that's how the name came to be was, uh, you know, the joy effect. 
And yeah. so that's really my, so, my life work now. I love how that title <laughs> is so in alignment with you because that's how I know you. Is you, you know, you show up, I mean, with vulnerability and yet with a state of joy that is so beautiful to be around. I love that. Well, you. thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. And you said something really key just now, and that was uh, vulnerability. And yeah. I, I love that you said that because that really gets to – um, the idea that we have to be open to change, and that's fearful for most people. It, most yeah. people, I've discovered, is yeah, uh, are very much afraid of change. Humans, you know, have a defense. Like, I, I don't want to be wrong or um, anything like that. And so yeah. And can build up a defense that, like, there's nothing wrong with me. Something's wrong with you. <laughs> You know, exactly. Be, Looking outside for other people to change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Being willing to realize it's just within us is like the, the hugest aha I think most people could have in their life. <laughs> I totally agree. Um, yeah, it, it, it's so true. I, I like to describe that as kind of a victim mentality that the change has to happen externally, that it's other people's responsibility. And yeah. I think once we can decide not to be a victim and to realize we actually have a lot of control and power over our future and yeah. how we want to feel because how mm-hmm. we feel really creates everything. Yeah. And I know you've and done a lot of work in that we're area too. And bringing into our life, you know, of what our energy Absolutely. and what we're putting out is what we're going to attract as mirrors to us. So, Absolutely. What are yeah. the examples I like to share about when you get to a, a higher level of joy, higher level of love and bliss where your brain and heart are connecting, you're, you're shining this light out onto others, which goes just with what you're saying, um, Rachel, that we, we, we put this love out there more. And as a result, we, we attract people who like that. And mm-hmm. I like to think of it as, and this is one thing that was made clear in that book, uh, Power Versus Force, is that when you are operating from that level and you're putting out this megawatt of love and acceptance to others, it's like when you walk into a dark room and you light a candle, that room can no longer be dark. Absolutely Mm -hmm. can't be dark because you have created a light that penetrates the dark and overtakes the dark. And so if if you think of it like this, the higher... We can create our vibrational state, and the more permanent our those positive emotions are, the yeah. more we're putting that light out into the world and offsetting um, large degrees of negativity. And mm-hmm. so that's really the work I do right there, in a nutshell, is to help people create whatever level of higher level of, of emotion that they want, whatever pure yeah. joy, bliss, and love they want to work towards. So... Um, yeah. So, so I what think it's important for people to know that, that that is possible. You know, I think we exactly um, think happiness is just kind of a fleeting, fleeting emotion, but that it truly can be our underlying, like our just kind of bubbling joy inside. Even amidst when things aren't going well, we can still have like a, a state of peace within. Yes. That. Um, yep. 
I, I mean, it has just done every, changed the world for me, you know, to be able to not get pulled into drama or negativity or just to do, like I used to yep. ruminate about things a lot in the past and to not, to not be doing that anymore. Um, it's, it's liberating, <laughs> you know? Well, I, I, I've seen that change in you, too, since I first met you. I've totally yeah. seen that transformation. So I know you understand and have done, you know, lots of the same work that I've done to change um, that permanent state. And I, I agree with you. It is totally possible, and it's a choice. It's a choice. Yeah. And we always have to remember that. And I think one of the most powerful concepts in that journey in recognizing we have control is the idea that we need to learn and can learn how to surrender. Mm-hmm. And that by, by surrendering, we're, we're actually now opening ourselves up to that, those higher levels, those, those higher vibrational states, those higher levels of consciousness. And I think that's probably one of the toughest things for humans to do because I think when people, and I know I did totally think this when I first started this work, the idea of surrender to me meant letting go of control what? Yeah. I'm going to let somebody else tell me what to do? <laughs> yeah. And, and get, getting over that thought um, is paramount to reaching those higher, higher states of, of consciousness and, and really feeling great constantly, consistently. Um, and so what, what, what I, this, this journey has taught me, I, I would say that's like one of the most valuable benefits of my personal journey um, of healing and change is that I, I have learned how to surrender and anybody mm-hmm. can. It's not something that's unique to me. I just want to point that out. Yeah. But what keeps us what what keeps us from moving to that state? Well, first let me let me define why we might want to get to that state. So yeah. when I first thought of surrender, as I said, it, it it meant to me giving up control, thinking somebody else was going to control me, and I had to listen to other people. And I had already grown up having to listen to my big sister for Pete's sake, and I didn't like that. So yeah. <laughs> 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 the idea of total surrender, uh, I just didn't understand it for quite some time. And, and so, in general, the idea of surrender is not comfortable for people, because, and, and so we, we, we create resistance, which comes in the form of expressing our fears more, not being open to other ideas, um, being you know, judgmental, and mm-hmm. not accepting others. Um, and it's really all based on fear a fear of yeah. what that's going to do to us. And, and that's really the first thing to understand, isn't it? That, that it's really based yeah. on fear. And so oh, yeah. for me, for me, surrendering has been learning to listen to my intuition, my, my guidance. And what I have found over time, and, and it was an, it's an exercise that we have to develop. It's, it's like a muscle, <laughs> being yeah. quiet, listening. And what I found, though, is it, it's actually given me far better ideas um, than I could have thought. I mean, you think about it. Your brain only knows history. And when we surrender to this energy, this light that continually comes into us um, and an access that we have, we have infinite ideas, infinite support. And usually it's it's, um, perfectly timed, uh, flows much better. And Mm -hmm. for me, it's helped me become more creative, more productive, and really be more on purpose much more of the time. So yeah. the, the idea has now taken hold in my life, and that's what I love to help other people understand and learn how to do. 
Yeah. So, and I think too, what is so powerful yeah. about, um, you know, tapping into, cause we're all intuitive, but you know, the degree to which we're actually listening to that and acting on it, but yep. it, um, it can just kind of heal or dissolve all uncertainty and doubt and, um, you know, overanalyzing, yeah. trying to figure everything out and to really just trust life and then trust that intuitive guidance and then letting go of all the worry. I think that's very Exactly. Powerful. Yeah. That's really well said, Rachel. That's exactly what it has done for me too. Um, and, and everybody's chatter comes in a different form. You know, sometimes it's anxiety, yeah. sometimes it's self-doubt, sometimes it's defensive posture, you know, sometimes it's controlling nature, whatever. It, it comes mm-hmm. in all kinds of forms, but it's fear-based. And so, so to summarize, then, the, the, the idea of creating a joy effect is to remove that fear in whatever form it surfaces for us <laughs> individually yeah. or for, you know, clients that, that I work with. So yeah. that's really what the joy effect is all about. Yeah. Thank you, Nancy. We're going to take a moment here and take a break for a commercial. And when we come back, we will have more with Nancy when we return. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven-module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand, and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Rachel. I am Reverend Dr. Rachel Westone, but you can call me Rachel. I'm speaking today with Nancy Claremont Carr, an amazing transformation expert. She removes fears, success blocks, and limiting beliefs that get in the way of goal achievement, and she intuitively guides change seekers to joy, abundance, and freedom. Hi again, Nancy. Hi, Rachel. Good to be back. Yeah. Good to be back with you. So now uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, beliefs because I know some of the work that I've personally done with you has been around, um, I feel like I've changed a lot of beliefs that I was aware of, but then I had to start looking at things that I wasn't aware of or subconscious beliefs. Uh, Do you Mm -hmm. care to expand on that for our listeners? I would love to. Um, So, we actually show up in the world with about 90% of our beliefs intact, 
along with other ancestral and past, you know, past life patterns and influence on us. And so the work I do, the healing work I do, is to clear out these negative patterns and beliefs and influences that just cause us to be stuck and not mm-hmm. be able to create um, our desired lifestyle. Um, yeah. so, so my intention is to really help lift people out of the fear, depression, as I mentioned earlier, those lower-level emotions, and move, move into the higher-level emotions that support health, relationships, ability to earn money, to love, and to live on purpose. And if we were to, like, summarize, I like to say it's moving people from a fear or hate-based state to to love or as close as they want to get to it. So so with, with that background, what's happened is the study of neuroscience has really expanded significantly in the last decade, and also the understanding of energy and our access to it. And so we've learned that we can actually change patterns in our brain and in our energy fields. One of my favorite books that talks to this is Bruce Lipton's The Biology of Belief. He goes into the science of how this is possible, and so I'm not going to take time today to do that, but if people ever want to dig into it and learn the the science background of it, um, he says it far better than I can. So I'm going to leave it at that, but it's a fabulous book. And so... There are really many approaches to make this happen, and I know you've taken uh, one approach um, that's helped you move forward to, to to remove a lot of those patterns and influences. And I have mm-hmm. um, learned quite a few different healing modalities and pattern-changing protocols. Some of the ones that might be a little more familiar to some people, uh, there's two in particular called the Emotion Code and the Body Code that were developed by Dr. Bradley Nelson. Powerful work and certified in that. But I'm also certified in um, many multiple higher consciousness modalities, mm-hmm. and all, all of them together um, can be used successfully to heal our energy flu, you know, our energy fields, which includes not just our body but our mind and our spirit, and just remove those those limiting beliefs and the blockages and the patterns on us. So something I like to point out to new people to the study of this or the practice of it is it does take time, and so releasing what is ready to be released takes time and, and it's sort of like iterations, right? It's just like learning mm-hmm. anything. You have to go at it multiple times and you build on it and pretty soon you can feel the incremental levels of change. And that's the same yeah. with healing and removing energy. Um, and and I also I think we're all born with specific core issues that we we get to work through and uh, it, it choose to work through if we want to because yeah. we do have free will. We have free will and we don't have to do anything we don't want to do. Uh-huh. Uh, so by, by, by addressing the beliefs that we have, um, I have learned in a somewhat painful way that beliefs cause thinking, cause actions, cause outcomes. So mm-hmm. that's a study into itself, unto itself, that there's, you know, many, many, many books on. But what I've learned is that we can change some habits more easily than others if they don't conflict directly with our beliefs, but we will always go back to what our basic beliefs are. Hmm. And so, and that is 100% true, by the way. That's why people have stuck points. That's why they just can't reach those, those higher levels of whatever it is they're trying to reach. And I don't always want to call it a higher level, but maybe it's just some change they're trying to accomplish that is just seeming to not happen for them. 
as hard as yeah. they work to do it. Yeah. And, and I know there's some people that work very hard at improving themselves, and we can make changes, no, no doubt about it. Um, so what I discovered is the idea that by identifying beliefs, and I don't just mean the ones we already know about, but the ones that we came into this world with that are really below the surface, by -hmm. being able to pinpoint those beliefs and clearing them out and replacing them with more supportive, positive beliefs that your spirit actually wants for you, um, moving in the direction you desire is far easier. So that's a lot of the work that I I do now with people is... um, actually help them identify what those limiting beliefs are that they're they're usually not aware of. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, they're- Nancy, can I give an example? I have yeah, my, sure. uh, my notes here from a session that I did with you and one of the old beliefs that you were able to pull up for me that I was operating from was the harder I work, the more money I make. And it was it came up that it had been inherited from my father's side and went four generations back. And I, that's just amazing it's so cool to me to know that um well i mean i wish i wasn't operating from that but to know that right um it's you know it's kind of coming through in our energy and in our dna and we can change it we know that our we can change our energy and our genes and you know we're not even just operating from our genes like they're always changing too um and so then the new belief that you had uh kind of tapped in for me was by working in perfect balance, I can attract the amount of money that I desire. And uh, so I did a clearing and you helped me with how to do that um, with working on one of the meridians on my head. And um, I just wanted to share that example to to give our listeners an idea of what we're talking about here. But, uh, you know, you can tap into things. I know we were, um, working on some other work beliefs for me and some health beliefs that needed changing as well. You know, Rachel, that belief that you have, um, it, it was an ancestral belief, and if, if, if the listener thinks about it, you know, three, four, five generations back, what did people grow up with? A lot of hard work. And, and you're yeah. right, it does come down through the genes, and it is in our DNA, but I want to say that there's this concept of epigenetics which also Bruce Lipton and others explain really well. And it's just the idea that we are, uh, you know, we're born with a certain gene expression, but environmental influence can change that very rapidly. And so energy work is one of the ways that we can express ourselves differently. And, And I'm mentioning this because I think it's so powerful for people to understand that you don't have to live with that bad heart gene. You actually can make choices belief changes and habit changes to express your gene differently and live in a completely different lifestyle. So I want to bring it back to something else here of how powerful beliefs are and how it affects our health. Okay, so Mm -hmm. um, total health, when I talk about total health, I'm talking about body, mind, spirit, all of our energy fields, and I know most people may think of mental health or physical health only, but they're all related. They're all related. And I received this one publication from the gym I work out in, and they have a phenomenal saying on the front of it. And listen to this. It says, being healthy is a revolutionary act. Isn't that powerful? I think Mm -hmm. it's so true because it does take responsibility, um, personal decisions, courage, and new beliefs and habits over time 
to, to create the kind of health we're looking for, whatever health that is. As I say, it could be physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, whatever. Yeah. And so some, some of the um, things that get in the way of that health are, um, I'm just going to name a few, but uh, our environmental choices, the food we eat, the, the intake of all consumption, um, you know, the environment we live in, the air we breathe, um, that whole toxic influx is a huge, huge impact on our energy field, on our body, and in yeah. more ways than what people realize. So, so, yeah, you might have an allergy to gluten or an allergy to dairy. That's true, and by eliminating it, it, it makes it more easy, more easy, and you can have health more easily. But there's also another huge, huge um, impact on our, on our emotional health, and those are called trapped emotions. And we may inherit some of those, but we actually create most of those from our current lifetime. And so a lot of the work I do is to remove the trapped emotions, which are just negative reactions with things that happen to us. And this is one of the things I learned that was pretty profound. We react to every single thought you have. Every single thought you have creates something in your body. And that's been uh, a really profound learning and something I'm trying to teach my clients and how to um, choose better thoughts as a result. But, yeah. So, 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 so removing those trapped emotions, removing the toxic input, it, it's like you open the passageways from your brain to your body. So just think of it even in physical health, there's a new connection that emerges. Uh, it, it's a better flow. And so then when you add your brain to that, your brain gives a lot of commands, your pituitary creates your hormones, um, and so the connections throughout your energy fields happen more easily when all those blocks are gone. And, yeah. and some, of the, the res, some of the results of that is ideas come more easily to you and you recognize them. You may see yourself and the world more differently. Um, timing of things happens differently, you know, in perfect timing instead of our demand of timing. And yeah. I think one of the most important things, which is you have alluded to already, is we we respond and actually view all that more calmly. And so we're, we're just at a different state. So if I could just share a personal experience I had to pull all that together, yes, <laughs> it might give a little, yeah, a little more meaning yeah. to that. Um, so I recently learned how, how powerful it really is to be healthy in all areas and to address some of those significant limiting beliefs and, um, and how grateful I am to have the tools to address that, let's just say that. So yeah. over this journey of 20 years, I, I made a lot of health changes, which any, you know, anybody can make. I took out the, you know, the things that I knew my body didn't react well to and tried to get more sleep because when I left the corporate world 19 years ago, almost 20 years ago, I, I, I was very, very stressed. And so I knew the obvious things I could do to reduce that stress, you know, sleep more, eat better, do more exercise, all those things that we know on a daily basis helps us. So I, so I did all that and, you know, I made changes on a regular basis and it culminated in more health. But I discovered I had this deep-seated belief, like you, Rachel, only mine was a little bit worse. <laughs> I had this belief, <laughs> a little worse, I had this belief that I can't rest until the work is done, comma, the work is never done. So what oh, that my. did to me was not only 
did I not want to go to bed, and I kept working right up until I went to bed. But when I tried to sleep, I wasn't able to create deep sleep because my mind was always trying to address the work that needed to be done. Now, I'm sure there's other people on the planet that identify exactly with what I just said. And let me tell you, it's a limiting belief that can be removed. And so there was another belief that was driving me, and I, there, were, there were variations on a theme, but these were the two strongest. The other one was that it was my job to make people happy, and if I couldn't do that, I needed to suffer. So, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. what? Wow. Where does that come from? Well, that came down through my mother's side. The other first belief came down through my, my father's side. So, long story short, um, since March, I, I, I had been operating on very little sleep, and I'm talking years and years and years of this even though I tried to go to bed and I used many natural and um, some great tools that helped me sleep and, and live more healthily to reduce stress. But I came down with a, a severe health challenge, and, and through it all I discovered I had multiple infections that had been with me for 25 to 30 years, but mm-hmm. I just had done so many other things to improve my health that it was at bay. But I'll yeah. tell you that the sleep deficit over time took its toll and it it totally took me out um totally took me out so since march i have cleared up 95 percent of it i feel like a new person and removing those beliefs was the most powerful thing that helps me now i sleep deeply but there's a couple other things i've had to do to adjust and that is change my boundaries um remove my need to please other people and do it on their timeline. So oh, yeah. those boundaries are drastic, are drastically different. I, you know, my work schedule has changed. The importance of my relationships has changed. I've always valued them, but I didn't give them enough time. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> doesn't work, right? That just right. doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you have good intentions there. Yes, honey, I love you. Well, then show me, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> So, so that has really transformed my life to um, a level that I didn't know was possible. And I have more energy. I have more free time. And the best news of all, in terms of my former belief system of productivity is king, I actually yeah. get more done. Oh, yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's been a win-win. And I, I share that not to get any sympathy, but to just let people know we're all human. We all mm-hmm. have challenges. We all have opportunity for unlimited improvement, and it's possible. And I just have a few a few of the tools that are available that can, you know, help people do that. So it's such a joy to to help people create what they want. And so that's really the work I do, Rachel. And I I get more joy now than I actually thought was possible. Um, Cool. And I know. I know I'll never retire, even if I end up working part-time when I'm 90, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's it's great to have passion for what you do and and then to be able to approach it with such balance and clarity and, you know, and, you know, being able to be intuitively intuitively guided too, you know, when to put in the effort and when to rest back and, um, right. It's, it's very, so true. Yeah. So, Nancy, if any of our listeners would like to reach out to you for more info and to learn about ways they can create more of what they truly want in life, how would they go about doing that? 
Um, well, thanks for asking, Rachel. Um, they can reach me. My email is simply my name, Nancy, at nancyclaremontcar.com, B-L-A-I-R-M-O-N-T-C-A-R-R. Um, they can go to my website, thejoy-effect.com, also nancyclaremontcar.com. And um, they can um, ask for a free 20-minute consultation. I, I really like to help people understand and be comfortable with the idea of energy work, coaching, transformation, um, and that it's really based on what they want and what they desire and in their time frame. And so I'll give them Mm -hmm. a free 20-minute consultation and they can ask me whatever they want um, and learn about, you know, maybe we could tap into what their spirit wants them to do or they can just tell me what they want to do. So I love to connect with people, and I'm happy to give them that time to see if it's a good fit. And if it's not, that's okay, too. I I know my tribe is out there, and I'm happy with whoever wants to come in. Yeah, that's wonderful, Nancy. Thank you for offering that to the listeners. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, We'll wrap up today. I wanted to mention that I have my new app that has launched. It is called the Rachel app. You can download it in your Uh, Apple or Android stores, there's a a free meditation timer in there, and then also an opportunity to subscribe for more options. I have recreators, uh, power words, and then also I send push notifications with quotes or inspiring messages uh, that come in, and you can access those. You can get more info on that at www.rachelapp.com. And I also have a free gift for my listeners. It's called Rachel's Nine Happiness and Healing Essentials. You can access that on my website at drrachelw.com. With that, remember to rev, recreate, enlighten, and vibrate. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, be loved. EWN Podcast Network.